0: What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from tmanbaseballfan.com. It's been a while since I've been with you here and uh, talking baseball. Uh, you know, <laughs> Kind of a lot of the, th- a lot of the same stuff uh, that's uh, been happening over the past couple months is the same still. I mean, you know, here in Texas, there's a, uh, uh, a strong recommendation to kind of stay in place and social distance and uh, I think a lot of uh, fatigue is setting in for people and Uh, people are numbing to this uh, to these uh, recommendations and I feel like uh, slowly but slowly things are getting back to normal Uh, and but you know still there's a lot of things that are not like I mean for crown out you can look at the at the traffic at any given time there's no rush hour traffic period so uh, you know a lot of things are different but a lot of things are uh, seem similar to me as they've always been but then again take that from me with a grain of salt because uh, I work at my house, I, I don't really go a whole lot of places, so um, I wouldn't be a good uh, um, uh, thermometer, I guess, a good pulse taker for the situation, but that's just how I see it. So, i um, <laughs> tell you one thing, when it comes to baseball cards, um, I've known one thing, like, first of all, I'm, I'm instantly involved in cardboard. I just... I love them. You know this. If there's anything you know about me, you know that I love baseball cards. I am intimately involved with them on a day-to-day level, buying, selling, trading, looking at cards, reading about them, researching, uh, investigating backstories, uh, talking with other collectors. Uh, you know, I, I field all kinds of emails every single day from people who have questions about the history of cards, if they're buying, selling, trading... Uh, giving them suggestions and so on and so forth, um, but if there's one thing that this uh, shelter-in-place situation has told me, uh, has taught me, is that my crystal ball is broken. <laughs> I uh, I'll tell you what I uh, I would have definitely thought uh, coming into this like early March or something uh, that I would have thought that the card market would have tanked. And uh man, like I thought that like uh especially in modern stuff, there's no baseball season, um card companies aren't producing anything right now, and uh I just really would have thought that all the prices would have gone down because guys like boatloads of people, like it's a devastating situation for a lot of people. Boatloads of people are losing their jobs. Um, and it's just a sad situation. So, you know, you would think just logically, uh, thinking, uh, you know, people will probably sell things to be able to make rent or their car payments or keep food on the table. And so to me, the situation was, you know, get out as soon as you can. Um, you know, not for me necessarily to sell everything, but, um, you know, I, I would think it would probably be, probably would have been a good idea to uh, sell sooner than later if you're not playing on holding for a long time. <laughs> Guys, I was wrong. <laughs> I was dead wrong because uh, the baseball card market is booming. It is on fire right now and it is so exciting to see. The only thing that would make me more excited is if I had some cards that were... Uh, uh, skyrocketing like I would have if I didn't sell anything uh, a few months ago <laughs> and that's how it goes you know hindsight's twenty-twenty, 20 and uh, you know that, that kind of uh, affected me negatively in one way and another way it didn't because I was able to pick up some amazing pieces that you know were you know awesome so I, I don't regret anything aside from the fact that I wish I could have hung on to everything as well as have what i I do now that's not how it goes though so either way i'm satisfied but uh guys take a look at the prices on everything like uh for example especially like psa like top psa graded uh junk wax era key rookies um you know uh mcguire canseco uh sosa Uh, all these guys, like Thomas, like all these guys are like doing really, really well right now. Um, And so (laughs) this has left a lot of people kind of scratching their heads going, what is going on? Like what is up with this market? And so uh, I think it's probably a perfect storm of things. So my first thought was because I'm also, by the way, very conservative when it comes to anything that comes close to uh, what would be considered an investment And I'm the type of guy that if I were in a game show and I was put in a position where I could have $5,000 and walk away or, you know, see what's behind door number two and, you know, either up it to like $50,000 or or go to nothing, I'd walk away with five grand because I'm just not a gambler. I'm not really a big risk taker. I'm a calculator risk taker, but I'm not a risk taker. So, um, <laughs> yeah, all these cards are skyrocketing. And, uh, you know, so the only thing that you can think of, uh, perhaps, is that maybe all these people uh, that are at home instead of at work have all kinds of time and stimulus checks, by the way, uh, to sit at their computer, look at eBay, and see what's out there for sale. Now, It's pretty amazing how this has happened because this literally went the exact opposite way of what I thought. And of course, when I look back and I think, oh, okay, well, it makes sense. Yeah, of course they would do better. But there are some other things going on too. Like there are a couple uh, influencers, I guess you could call them, that are pushing cards. Um, Leaf CEO, Brian Gray, I think he went on Twitter saying, you know, I'm buying this card. I'm buying that card. I'm going to buy as many as I can. I can't help myself. It's so exciting. Uh, these things are going to take off like crazy. You have Gary V that's doing the same thing um, out there. You know, here's what I think is going to happen. I'm not, it's, I'm not, you know, saying any of this for better or for worse. It's just what's happening. Um, and, uh, you know, my quick uh, Gary V story. <laughs> a little over a year ago, he was telling everybody, buy PSA 10 LeBron Chrome rookies and, uh, for a grand each. I was thinking about it and going back and forth. Well... <laughs> There were 1000 back like last March, I think it was. Nowadays, they're selling at like 6500 to $7,000. So, yeah, I wish I was one of the people that listened to him. <laughs> um, now, of course, everybody's saying, you know, oh, the sky's going to fall. I can't keep up like this. It just can't. Well, guys, that depends. Um, I'm not somebody that is willing to say it's just a matter of time before the, the bottom drops on all this stuff. When I talk about like all this stuff, I'm not talking about the hobby in general. I'm talking about the uh, graded uh, modern stuff. And uh, it's possible that stuff can go down very quickly, um, but it's also possible it won't. Uh, This hobby is attracting a lot more collectors slash investors, and whether they're in it for the long haul or not, I don't know, but uh, I can attest to this uh as much as anybody can. This hobby is amazing. It's addicting. It's something that uh um I love tons. So from where I sit I think if anybody gets into this hobby, um, whether by investment or not, why wouldn't they stay? It's just incredible. It's an incredible place. It's got an incredible uh, community. Like, it's not it's not 80s collecting anymore. In fact, I tweeted out something um, the other day uh, that said, I, I truly believe that while baseball card collecting in the 80s and 90s was more widespread uh, back then than it is now, it's a lot more immersive nowadays uh, by a long, long, long shot. And so I think that's going to... Uh, have a have a positive impact. In fact, I think it's going to have a massively positive impact uh, in our hobby because you can just get lost um, in a good way. <laughs> you know, in this hobby, like you can uh, research history. Like there are so many facets of this of this hobby. You can go pre-war vintage. You can go raw. You can go uh, post-war vintage. You can do just nineteenth-century stuff. You can do nineteen fifties. You can do nineteen sixties. You can uh, go after the stars that your grandfather uh, would always tell you about when you're sitting on his lap as a kid, or uh, your dad when he was tucking you into uh, you know into your bed at night. Tell stories of Mickey Mantle and that sort of thing, or after your own childhood heroes like Griffey, uh, or even the new guys now. Um, I mean, you know, and you also uh, can go after collecting because of nostalgia, because of things that you couldn't have gotten before, but now you can, uh, because of the mythical aura around them or because of how beautiful they are or how rare they are. I'm telling you guys, like there are a billion and a half reasons to collect nowadays. Um, so the moment that somebody starts talking negative, um, <laughs> I, I would, I would really take what they're saying with a grain of salt because, uh, there are some amazing things going on. Now, if you have, uh, let's say, Let's, let's just say take a hypothetical, for instance. Let's say um, the, the hobby community doubles in size. Uh, and that's quite possible. There are a lot of people, a lot of purists out there that they're very curmudgeon when it comes to the, the hobby. They, uh, they frown upon the people that are looking to make a quick buck. I get it. You know, I understand. You, know, you don't want people to you know, kind of pump and dump and that sort of thing. But guess what, guys? Like, there are a lot of people out there that are going to come into this hobby and go, you know, and dip their toe in the pool of collecting and then go, wow, this is special. This is something really, really neat and uh, exciting. I think that's what we're seeing right now. It has become uh, cool again, it's become exciting because there are so many things that you can do. Like I just said, uh, you know, pre war. And pre-war, whether that means 19th century stuff, or uh, T206s, or Cracker Jacks, or goudies whether you're going for Ty Cobb, or Babe Ruth, or Cap Anson. Um, and you know, what's really funny is like you can get lost for a lifetime into just that era. But then you go into the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, uh, and so on and so forth. Like the junk wax era, the prototypes. Then going into the 90s parallels and in inserts and being lost in just their beauty. And then finding out that they have game use pieces in these new cards. Like, what? What's going on? There are there uh, uh, autographs that are inserted into packs. I mean, man, that's crazy. And then finding out about grading. How uh, you could take a raw card that maybe books for 20. Um, but you uh, you gem it at PSA or BGS or something. And it all of a sudden becomes a... You know, two thousand dollar card. What the heck is that about? So, there's a lot of stuff to um, for people to uh, be enamored with, to get lost in in this hobby. So, um, you know, if you if you hear of new people entering the hobby, don't uh, you know, don't uh, turn them away and, and don't treat them poorly. You know, treat them well. Treat them as you would like uh, to be treated yourself. And welcome them. Show them, you know, my, my my hope is this, is that we can show these newcomers uh, why this hobby is so amazing. And, you know, be helpful to them. And, uh, you know, far too many times do I see on, on Facebook or Twitter or the forums, uh, I have these cards here and um, I'm looking to see what they're worth. And then they're just, you know, criticized and made fun of. Like, oh, there you go. You're... You're $1,990, donors, Bo Jackson. You're a millionaire now, and yeah, you know, yeah. Let's not treat these guys like this. Let's uh, let's be genuine with them, and uh, you know, the more helpful we can be, the more helpful it is to the hobby, and uh, you know, that's that's the truth. You know, you just uh, keep keep putting in more good into this hobby than uh, than getting out, and um, you know, I think uh, I think we'll all benefit from that and uh, so yeah exciting times they're definitely exciting times there are some strange things going on behind the scenes with some of these cars that are uh you know have seen a rapid increase in price maybe i'll talk about that later maybe i won't i don't know um but you know just just really uh really exciting to be able to see like the you know the 2011 tops update trout a psa 10 uh base card pushing three grand now and there's like so many of them out there <laughs> to me that's like super exciting um because it shows that in spite of the fact that it is not a rare card not by any stretch of the imagination is it a rare card um but the demand is so high that it continues to rise and i mean <laughs> look I, I love trout, but like he's not uh, I don't know he he's not the uh, the type of player that will blast 70 home runs or will be flashy or anything. so that's kind of something else to me that's interesting about trout. He's just a you know a, a clean hardworking good player that continues to um, you know, compile on his stats. I'm not saying he's just a compiler because obviously he's, you know, I would consider him a five tool player. Um, I really would. He's, uh, does everything well. Um, and, and I love watching him play, but, um, he doesn't have the, uh, um, huh, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say anything bad about the guy, but like, he doesn't have that, that fear, uh, uh, put into pitchers by, uh, like, say, Albert Pujols did or Barry Bonds. You know, he just does not have that. Like, he was, he's not like a terror on the base paths like Ricky Henderson um, was, you know, or anything like that. So, but yet here he is, like, probably not going to break any home run records or single season anything records, I don't think. Uh, and yet here he is, just the 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 darling of baseball really um the the hobby icon as far as current players go which is amazing to see he is just (laughs) he's defied all odds guys like when it comes to uh uh, cards like there are a lot of people are just they all have their trout sob stories i do too you know oh man i made 50 bucks on his cards like several years ago but if i held on to him i would have been able to have bought another house or something. <laughs> um, we all have those stories. I get it. But uh, with that said, for me personally, at least, if I were to have done well with trout, it meant that I probably would have had to have kept everything. And so you really got got to think that. I uh, think in terms of uh, that as well. So um, yeah, it was. It's fun to watch, though. It really is fun to watch and sit back and observe what really uh, gets people excited. Um, about, uh, collecting and there's so many facets of it. And, you know, on the forums a blowout, I actually asked it a question, which I thought was kind of interesting. It was, uh, if baseball ceased to exist, but like, let's say baseball, like, uh, for some reason, like just the owners and players couldn't get on the same page and all the teams disbanded through all this, uh, you know, COVID craziness and, uh, you know, baseball just doesn't happen anymore. It's gone. The question was, would you still collect? And uh, the majority of people said yes. Some people said no. Um, And for me personally, I'd say, you know, yeah, of course I collect. I don't, you know, that doesn't affect me at all. So the question is, what happens to the market? I think it's segmented where maybe the newest stuff uh, doesn't do as well Um, and maybe goes down quite a bit because. Their performance is based on what the players nowadays are doing uh, on the field. But when it comes to old stuff, guess what? Babe Ruth can't strike out anymore. Um, Mickey Mantle can't either. Uh, Ty Cobb can't. Hans Wagner can't. You know, All these other guys, the older players, um, even Bo Jackson, McGuire, Canseco, Bonds, none of those guys can uh, do anything uh, on the field Uh, negatively anymore they can't go on a super cold streak so my thought is uh, if that ever were to happen we might actually have uh, an influx of price increases on older cards and it would make sense anyways because they just you know a lot of the vintage stuff for instance uh you know it's proven to be a good investment for you know for years and years and years now so um you know that would be a Probably proved to be a good thing for for a lot of those uh, for a lot of those other cards, um, just like now, um, card companies have stopped making cards, so there's a lot more money to be pushed into cards that already exist um, so i don 't know it's an exciting time for the hobby. Never in a million years would I have thought I've been able to have said that a couple months ago. thought it might be a little bit more of a scary time uh, for the hobby, but that's not the case. Everybody's just having a blast, I think, and uh, so happy to see that because I so badly want this uh, this hobby to continue to thrive and the community to grow, and I want people to have this outlet of uh, of joy um, and escape, even because let's let's face it, guys. Sometimes life sucks, and it's good to have something. It really is. Um, and, you know, baseball card collecting can can really help you. Uh, I'll tell you what. I mean, <laughs> you know, there's there's stuff where we go through every now and then here. And, uh, you know, I, I can't complain about life. I think life's great. I think I'm, you know, very, very blessed and have no, uh, no reason to complain about anything ever. But uh, if I ever do get, like, stressed out or frustrated or... You know we all have stuff that we you know work on and and you know, stuff that that bothers us from time to time when it comes to work or you know any other thing. so uh one thing that that uh, i find myself doing a lot of times is uh, just looking at my uh, baseball cards and man it just seems to melt away the problems <laughs> i don't know why i don't know why it's just uh you know, little <laughs> pictures of, uh, of men playing a game on cardboard. But, uh, man, it's just something that I uh, I find myself to take a lot of pleasure in and to uh, get lost in myself. And uh, you know, I set up a little display cubby for uh, some of my best Canseco cards. And, uh, you know, <laughs> man, it's funny. Like, I did that about probably almost a week ago now and like i still can't stop looking at it i just <laughs> i love that thing so much it's so cool to be able to look at and and see the cards with the like whenever i see these cards. though by the way i've i see the stories behind them too and that really probably adds a lot more uh joy for me as well uh be able to do that be able to see the memories behind them um but anyway so yeah i guess that's all i have for you tonight um I would uh, love to hear your thoughts on this as well. Do you think that this hobby is just uh, red hot and going to continue this trend? Or do you think it, the bomb's going to fall out? Let me know what you, what you think. Uh, thank you as always for listening. I hope you all have a great day.